You're listening to Expansion, the podcast for EXP agents. Expand your skills, expand your value. Here's your host, Glenn Sanford. Hey everyone, uh, Glenn Sanford here. And uh, today on the Expansion Podcast, uh, I've got uh, Tony Kawaguchi uh, from Honolulu, Hawaii. Um, he's been with EXP now, I think going on uh, three years or so, uh, I think joined 2020. Uh, runs a great team in Honolulu uh, with some long-time agents on his team. So he's been really good at you know, nurturing and supporting the agents that he's built. Uh, has been with a number of the, the brands that are out there um, you know, that, uh, before coming to EXP. But uh, Tony, hey, welcome to the Expansion Podcast. Thank you so much. Super happy to be here. Huge privilege just to talk to you, and I'm excited. Yeah, no, no, excited as well. So now you've been you've been in the business uh, a, a few years. How long have you been in, in real estate? I tell people I've been in business since the 1900s because I, I actually okay. got licensed in '99, uh, but it just you know 1900 sounds like a hundred years ago. But 24 years now. Okay, so you've been in yeah. since the 1900s. Since the 19, I tell people like George Washington was my first client, but no, not really. <laughs> and <laughs> 1999. So, and and now you're you're based in in Honolulu. What what markets do you do you actively sell in? in, in so in my team, I, I have team agents that cover each island. Um, so yeah, we've sold some. You know, uh, we just sold a 3.6 on the Big Island, which is you know I'm on Oahu, so the Big Island. Some people think Oahu is the Big Island, but it's not. So Hawaii right. is the Big Island. So we sold a 3.6 there. We sold a 2.8, I think, on Maui recently. But we sell everywhere, all over okay. the place. Um, yeah, I have a 3.2 million listing on Oahu coming up in a few weeks. But uh, now, what's yeah, been your what, like? Uh, obviously, you probably um, you know, to, given that you've been selling since the 1900s. Uh, um, you you likely have some really unique homes or that you've sold uh, uh, you know, that uh, maybe there's some stories around any of those. Sure. Um, let's see. Well, it, so in 2008, I had uh, I was showing and had contracts on a, a property that Barack Obama stayed in for 10 million. Um, that particular buy, uh, offer didn't go through, but the uh, client did. Um, I see, let's see, I've written offers and showed, oh, I, I closed on a property next to, actually, I forgot. It's the property two doors down from his current house, but it's uh, used to be the Magnum PI property. So Barack Obama bought the Magnum PI property, and then I sold the one two doors down from that for a few million on the beach, and he's building a big house there. Okay, well, well, that... Uh... That'd be yeah, a fun fun house to to see the uh, Magnum PI house. Um, obviously, we all if we've been around as long as you and I have, we've uh, we've seen the show. And uh, oh, the I just remember, uh, I have I had a listing that we're working on selling right now. But I I uh, one of my listings on the beach for seven million. We just showed it to uh, Matthew McConaughey a few months ago. Okay. Well, that, that fun, fun clients to show it to for sure. Yeah, he's here all the time though. You see him at the store. He's he's always around here. He's a re he's a regular. Okay, as opposed yeah. to uh, I think Austin, Texas is where he uh, 
he hangs out as yeah. well. If I'm not I mistaken. think he vacations here in the winter. Okay. So now you, um, uh, you, you've got a good sized team. Um, you've got uh, 11 agents. Um, what's been the, what, what do you believe has been kind of your success uh, in, in growing a team? Um, so we just hired another one. So now we're at 12 full time and we have a few part-time referral agents that, uh, you know, I think six of those, but full-time is 12 plus me. Um, the greatest success I think is we really try to care for our people and have a great environment, a good culture. So, you know, it's not all about the money. Uh, real estate is funny cause it is kind of all about the money. Obviously, right. you're selling big products, yep. but uh, in, our, in our team culture, we really try to make it about the people. We all have a shared faith. A lot of us go to church together. Um, we're very good friends. So I, uh, one of my, the, the first person that I hired was my assistant at the time. Her name is Chelsea. She's been with me now nine years. She just had her nine year anniversary. So we're coming up on 10. So we're trying to figure out like, well, what do we, we have to celebrate 10 but we also have a few seven years, six year, five year, four year. Um, but I think it's, you know, just we have really good people and we try to care for them and nurture them. And and ultimately, people just want to be loved and cared for and understood uh, more than they just want money or a better split or whatever. You have to do that stuff as well. But if you just focus on, you know, money and splits and business, you're eventually going to lose people. Right. Yeah. No, it would, it's a great point. You know, at the, uh, the folks that make it about the money at the end of the day actually make less money than the people who make it about the people, um, which that's is right. kind of ironic. Um, that's right. and, and that's, uh, that's something that I've you know, learned over the years. Um, and, uh, you know, we all probably do whatever we do real estate specifically. We originally got into it because we needed to pay the bills. We need to put, Food on the table, yeah. roof over the roof over the head, um, and if you get good at your craft, you'll definitely, you know, put food on the table and a roof over your head. Um, but if you only focus on the money, it's a it's a really good recipe for burnout uh, as well. Just for even as an individual agent, um, as opposed to shifting it and making it about um, being of service. Uh, and so, if you just if you make it about being of service, and you know how how can I um, maybe uh, help more people in a way that's meaningful for them. Uh, it results in less burnout. Same same work being done, right? But a different contextualizing it in your mind uh, comes out with an entirely different outcome. Yeah, it's more fun actually if if you just work on developing your relationships and your culture, and you have good people, you actually have fun. And if it's all about the money, eventually you're not going to have fun. And then that's, I think that's how you burn out. Right. So right. for me, I've been in business forever and have my team almost 10 years now. And yeah, we just try to make it fun. Otherwise, why do it? Yeah. So what was it that attracted you to, to EXP? What, what, uh, what got your attention? Um, yeah. To, so to, to what... my, the I was at Corcoran and, okay. or a company that got bought by Corcoran and the, the broker there was like, Hey, I'm leaving. Or I think they fired her said, you know, and she ended up going to compass. Okay. And when I was talking to compass and of course they offered whatever, I think a quarter million or something. And that broker who went to compass, she said, you know, you also should 
talk to Gene Frederick at eXp because with your team and your whatever, you should really look into this model. And I had not really heard of eXp. I was like, what, what is that? What, what, what are these three letters? What do they stand for? What is it? And uh, so I did a Zoom with Gene. You know, I reached out to him like, what, tell me about your company. I know nothing. I didn't know anything about it. And at the time in, in Hawaii, there were, you know, a few agents, but none of them were like top producer agents. Nobody was well known with a ton of experience. It was a lot of newer agents. Um, a couple of them were doing pretty good business. This one girl, Ashley, was doing some good business. Uh, but nobody that I knew that was in the you know top 20, top 30 agents or teams on the island. But once I talked to Gene, I understood the model. I, I think that was, for me, was the math, right? It was, okay, you get a cap, your team agents get a lower cap. Wow, that's great. The revenue share, I understood it a little, but I, that, I didn't really uh, delve into that for the first year. I really was, I didn't, I didn't do it right. But it was, uh, I was going to pay Corcoran, you know, probably $200,000 a year for my team, right. which is insanity. <laughs> like, why are people mm -hmm. doing that? Why was I paying? I think I was paying the previous company. I was paying them like 80 or 100. Uh, then I was going to go to Corcoran and then Compass wanted, you know, I mean, we were doing 100 million or whatever it was at the time. So if you take 10, 15% of that, well, now that's, that's quite a bit of money. So even if they pay you a quarter million, you just pay right back to them in a year or two. So what, what's the point? Uh, so yeah, the math, the cap, the model of revenue share. And I realized, Hey, I could use my team to really help my recruiting efforts, which has been true. Um, having a team is one of the best ways to recruit agents, or I should say the easiest, maybe not the best. It's probably not the best, but it's the easiest way to recruit agents. Right. You get to have more conversations because there's, you know, there's always hungry agents out there. They're trying to figure out, you know, where to go. And, and, and uh, so it, it, it definitely, uh, definitely allows for more conversations. And obviously as you That's get right. more successful, um, you can network with other top agents. So I, I think it's, I, I think it's a fairly solid way to, to market. Now, when you think about, obviously your, 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 bringing agents in but going back maybe to real estate you know what is your what is your lead gen strategy look like there so i i was one of the first people to have a website in real estate in hawaii maybe like the second or third person so it's you know go back to i started in real estate i'm sorry in, in insurance marketing on the web in 1999 I was working at a small insurance company that I started with my friend and someone's like, Oh, have you heard of this thing called Google? I'm like, no, show me what's Google. I look at it. It's a blank page. He searches something and I, I look at it and I realize, huh, we should get on there. We should be able to show, how do you show up on there? So I started doing research and I was the, one of the first people to use a thing called at back then it was called AdWords, Google AdWords. And I, you probably know, cause you're an internet guy. Yeah. And I remember when Google for five cents a click. That's right. Yeah. I think, I think it was five or 10 cents at the time and I was doing insurance. So when I started in real estate, uh, well, I was actually doing real estate at the same time. When I started doing internet marketing for real estate, I thought, well, I'll, I'll just write tons of content and I'll use Google ads. And I was one of the first people there. I mean, back then there were no smartphones, you know, smartphones came out in like 2007. 
so for the first you know seven or eight years i was doing it the internet was it was the wild west it was crazy it was like you could just spam google and you could get traffic uh meaning just like type the word hawaii real estate a billion times in your website and they would just pick it up right so how did you stack up against like guys like jeff manson oh you know jeff okay yeah. <laughs> jeff, jeff and i kind of grew up in the hawaii real estate industry during that era together so he he was probably the first to have a website here and i was probably the second or third and so i would kind of collaborate with jeff just we would talk on the phone we would you know email like what are you doing hey let's trade links and we, we would trade links together and i recognized immediately like jeff is really good at this and i'm not so i'm just gonna like whatever he does like let me figure out how to sort of piggyback on that or you know not copy because you can't do that on the web but you know sort of make my own version and uh i really appreciated everything jeff shared and you know he's he was a he lived here in Lanikai with his big family. I think he moved to Texas after he sold. He's got there. like nine kids or something like that. He's got nine. I have four. So, you know, I'm always trying to catch up with Jeff. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's done really well. And yeah, so Jeff's website at the time, it, I forget what it was called, but um, I was kind of learning from him. And then another, another group uh, in Hawaii, a couple other groups I was learning from around the nation, just trading links. I, you remember back then, you could just be like, hey, let's exchange links. Oh, yeah. Well, I be- built six websites with backlink strategies. And Jeff was one of the guys I traded every every website that I built. I He was like first on the list because he had the largest yeah. backlink directory of real estate professionals on the web. Uh, and you were on the you were making those? Oh, yeah. I, I, I was ranked number one in Seattle, Portland, Phoenix, Las Vegas, Nashville. For, for backlinks or for, for, for real estate? For city, city followed by the term real estate in, in organically on Google and Yahoo. And- I, okay. This is wild. I'm pretty sure that I was on your sites or trading with you, and I just didn't know you. Probably. Seattle Power Search was one of mine. Uh, Portland Power Search, Nashville Web of Homes, Las Vegas, or, Las, or no, yeah. Nashville Home Surfing, Las Vegas Web of Homes. So anyway, there was a bunch of them. But backlink strategy, Jeff was like the guy. That's um, right. Yeah. He and yeah. so what? So I I started searching. I'm like, all right, where's Jeff Manson's site? And then I would track. You know, in Google, you can do site backlink or whatever. I forget what a backlink colon yeah. and website. And this doesn't work today, so nobody should try this. But back then, you could find where his backlinks were coming from. And then I would just go find them. I would go, okay, well, I'm going to get links from those sites as well. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you'd find others. And then Google kind of shut that down. The whole reciprocal link thing became a little too spammy, which is correct. And now you have to be more careful and organic. Uh, but, you know, and it was the early days, so we didn't know what we were doing. Right. I just copied I probably about 10 guys like Jeff around the country. And I bet you were one of them um, because I was just looking for who's got the highest page rank, who's got the most authority, most links. And I'll just go find those guys. So, you know, that's how I built the early days of my business because I was new to Hawaii. I, I grew up in California. So I came to Hawaii in 2005, set up my website, started getting the links, writing the content. Um, and just worked my butt off. So, you know, the, I think part of that story, the moral is I worked a ton. You have to work it. If you think like, oh, just it'll just be easy. I'll just buy leads on the web. 
I don't know if that's the best way. I mean, I worked really, really hard on it and didn't spend money um, on leads early on. I, I never bought leads from any other sources uh, except as little experiments that never worked. It was always organic search, pay-per-click on my own website. My AdWords, I just checked my, my Google Ads account the other day and you know, my total spend in the last whatever many, 20 years or whatever it is, you know, it's like half a million dollars I've spent on it. Oh, wow. How much have you spent in the last 12 months? So right now I'm spending about 10 to 25,000, depending on the season, month, and so, you know, how my, busy my team is on Google ads. I'm actually now on Bing, on Microsoft ads again, because I, yeah, I have they're probably feeling... They're probably cheap to, to buy links there. And with ChatGPT, it's like right. everybody's going to Bing now. I, exactly. Yeah, you, <laughs> you're a lot more like me than I thought. But, um, you know, I'm watching the AI thing and I thought, okay, well, Microsoft's getting into ChatGPT. Let's try their search because, you know, people might be directed there and it is cheaper. Their interface, their user interface is totally inferior to Google's. I mean, it's just like, how can they make money this way? It's so it's difficult. It's very noisy, yeah. Conversely and noisy. And it's like totally not intuitive, their advertising platform. But I'm like, all right, but I got to get in there and see if I can get some traffic. And then I'm also doing partnership ads on Google, uh, sorry, on Zillow and Realtor.com with lenders. Um, but yeah, I, I think overall, you know, right now, Realtor.com leads are pretty good now that they've paired with OpCity and they're pre-qualifying. So we have a few of those in escrow. But ultimately, as far as internet leads go, my website has been the, it's been the best to get them to my site. Right. And your and your cost per your your cost per closed transaction is probably what a quarter of what it costs to close a transaction off of a, a realtor.com lead. Yeah, those are realtor.com is not yet profitable. I, I'm currently in the fourth month of doing an experiment with them. Okay. Uh, but they're expensive, right? It's you know, it's thousands of dollars a month and you know, I think what's your cost per, per lead coming out of realtor.com? Uh, so we're spending a total of about, well, we were at six and now we're at about 7,500 a month. The amount of leads that we've gotten, I just count, I just saw it yesterday. It's, you know, it's a between 30 and 40 leads a month, but those you have to segregate into actual phone calls versus long-time nurtures. Okay. As you know, and this is not for your benefit, for, but for people listening, whenever you have leads production, so let's say you get 100 leads and you go, oh, I closed one in six months. Yeah, but in two years, you might close two more from that. And so over time, your cost for closing on 100 leads, over time, it drops. Um, and it's tempting to just say, well, I got one out of 100. So that's my cost. Uh, right. But you, you have to be committed to the long game in terms of leads and just like client nurture, you know, from anywhere, you, you might meet someone who closes in five years in, in person. And I, you know, to me, an internet lead is almost as good uh, if they're a nurture and they're real, you know, they're actually going to move. So, but, uh, uh, so speed, speed, almost a speed round question. Um, okay. Forced registration or not forced registration? I prefer forced. Oh, okay. Awesome. Okay. After, after a few, after a little bit. Okay. So you give them four or five properties to look at. And then, delayed force. Okay. Delayed force. Yeah. Uh, 
favorite IDX? I get right now I'm using Real Geeks, which is Jeff's Jeff's, Jeff's uh, old company. Sold to... I was previously using Real Estate Webmasters, which is a guy out of Canada. Yep, Morgan. Morgan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, you know Morgan too? <laughs> yeah. I, I guess you know everybody. I'm like the little fish, so you you know all the big fish. But yeah, I used Morgan for a while. Good guy, helps me a lot. Good sites. Um, right now, Real Geeks is working better for me. Okay, and it's then so favorite favorite CRM, Real Geeks or something else? Um, I use Real Geeks for my leads, and you know KV Core for our sphere of influence, open houses. KV Core for open houses is, is amazing. Awesome. Um, okay. I get my agents to learn on that, but for open houses, it is amazing um let's see what other question um uh so yeah i i by the way i you, you've ever talked to jeff i had i was in had the you know obviously the real geek sites that he sold i was in the top you know two percent of all users of of that in terms of traffic and lead flow back when i was heavily using it but this is years ago um but uh that, i was a big Big real, I was a real geek fan. I was, I was, we used WolfNet, non-forced registration, um, and and uh, top producer back in the day. Probably you probably used top producer back in the day. I suspect at Remax, but I didn't like it. Okay, yeah, I, I, this is like it depend, yeah, it was the best one in two thousand three, two thousand four that I could find. Oops. Today, I wouldn't recommend top producer to anybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, Follow-up boss, I think, is kind of the, the one I hear the most positive feedback is more of a, a, a of a central place to, to process leads. Yeah. Can you see me, by the way? Somehow, I just got a phone call on here. I don't know how that happened. Oh, yep. I can see you. You look, okay, you look good. Thank you. Um, and then, uh, let's see. So, um, one piece of advice you'd give to an EXP agent, what would it be? Um. You have to work hard for a long time, but if you do, eventually you will succeed in this business. It's really hard to start in real estate, but once you get going, the momentum is awesome. Yeah, no, for sure. That, yeah, you have to put in probably three times or four times or maybe 10 times the effort that you originally think you need to put in. Um, and you have to do that for a period of time two, three years in, in some cases, uh, in my case, it was, it was, it was really intense for, you know, a couple of years. And then it was, then it was just scale what was working. And, and uh, so it sounds like you're kind of the same, same, same idea. Yeah. That, and by the way, last year would have been a terrible or, or difficult time to start in the business. Um, so a lot of people started last year and I think they quit. I know they statistically, I know a lot of people quit. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so yeah. this year might be better. You, you might see less people quitting this year. I think the market might be might be improving. I mean, it's it's all dependent on the Fed, but I think it's I think we're we're starting to see okay leveling out of interest rates, inflation, that type of stuff. So I think there's a good chance that this is actually the best time to start because a lot of people will get have got weeded out, and when we get to 2024, when we actually start to see the yeah. expansion of the the, the, the business, um, you'll already be in place. So I, I, I agree. So, Hey, well, uh, Tony, thanks for spending uh, so much time with me today. Um, you know, obviously it's, yeah. uh, it's uh, obviously we're kindred spirits in the yeah. way that we approach the business and, uh, um, and can I ask can, you a question? 
Sure. Am I allowed to ask questions? Yeah. I, I, I'm super excited. <laughs> <laughs> you can always say no. I'm excited about uh, the potential of property management in our company. Do you, is there anything happening with that? I know you said you might do it. Um, yeah, so uh, we are, we're, we're, so we're working on Jim uh, Wong uh, in the commercial side. He's been working on a, on a business plan approach to it. Uh, and it is uh, definitely on the roadmap. Um, and we just need to figure out how to, how to get it done because it is a, it's a big um, spot. There's a lot of agents that just can't join us because they have properties that they need to manage and um, they don't have the ability to sort of do, do it at two separate brokerages. So it's a, it's a part that I think is important. And we've got beyond the point in time where we would be, you know, at risk. I mean, more people go to jail over the, the conversion and of funds in a property management company than any other, <laughs> any other wow. uh, thing in real estate. So that's why we didn't do property management at the beginning um, because, you know, we didn't have the, near the controls necessary for that. Now we've got the right, we've got the teams and, all the other stuff. So I think we can actually enter into it in a way that's actually, um, you know, uh, helps the agent and, and also make sure it keeps us out of harm's way. So I feel good about that. So it's coming. Okay. No timeline though. No, no timeline. And then uh, for your internet marketing ears uh, next month in May, we're going to announce something really cool. So you're going to, you're going to really like it because uh, it'll really, uh, you'll, you'll get it as soon as you see it. Uh, I, I already can tell you'll, you'll see it and go, oh, this is, this is a big deal. So we're going to announce well, it at shareholders. Is that the thing you were teasing on your Instagram? Like this is a big thing coming. It's going to be like game over for everybody. It is. Yeah, that, that was, I was, I was mentioned, I would, we would probably talk about it on February and we have talked about it a little bit. In fact, this is coming out in May, but anyway, it's a, uh, um, a week after our podcast, we'll be uh, we'll be in Las Vegas talking about it. So we're going to actually broadcast this on on May 9th. So, hey, in Las Vegas? Uh, no, this is actually in Orlando, shareholders. So oh, okay. My, I misspoke. Hey, uh, one thanks again. Hey, thanks everyone for listening. This has been you know obviously a lot of fun talking with you, uh, Tony, and uh, uh, and uh, you can find. Tony at Aloha Tony on Instagram or at alohatony.com. So with that, thanks again. Thank you. You've been listening to Expansion. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday for new episodes. Thanks for being the best part of EXP.